In today's topic, we're going to talk about when you run from God's mission. And here's the point we're going to drive to. The best life you will ever live is the one God has for you. Today, we're going to take a look at that from the story of Jonah. It's in the Old Testament, Jonah chapter 1, verse 1. It says, the Lord gave Jonah this message. Get up, go to the great city of Nineveh, announce my judgment against it because I've seen how wicked its people are. Now, Nineveh was the capital of Assyria, the strongest and cruelest city in the world at this time. So you can understand Jonah's response. Verse 3 says that Jonah got up and he went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa. He found a ship leaving for Tarshish, which is the opposite direction. He bought a ticket and he went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing there. Let's see if you can relate to Jonah's problem. See, he had a problem with the job that God asked him to do, but his deeper problem was with God himself. Anytime God tells us to go one way or to do one thing and we go the other way or do the other thing, it shows that we trust our own perspective more than we trust God's. It's hard to blame Jonah because, of course, Nineveh was a scary place. But today we're talking about God's call on all of our lives to go make disciples. A lot of people are too scared to do it. Now, what happened to Jonah in the story reveals a greater principle. Storms follow those who run from God. Verse 4 says, The Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hold. Verse 12 tells the next part of the story. Throw me into the sea, Jonah said, and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. See, Jonah understood that the storm was his doing because he was running from God. Now, with your small groups this week, maybe talk about this in your own lives. Have you ever experienced a storm in your life, problems or trials that came into your life because you did the opposite thing from what God wanted you to do? This is the Jonah principle. It happened in the Old Testament, happened in the New Testament, and it happens even still today for followers of Jesus. But here's the good news. Jonah literally hit rock bottom. Sometimes God has to bring what we call severe mercy into our lives. Verse 15, the sailors picked up Jonah and threw him into the raging sea, and the storm stopped at once. Verse 17 is the most famous part of the story. Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. And it was there when you turn to chapter 2 that Jonah prayed this prayer, and I encourage you to read it for yourself. But this is when he finally came to grips with the fact that he was in the wrong and God was in the right. And that's what we're calling severe mercy. Sometimes God does something severe in our lives to get our attention, but really it's because he has a merciful heart toward us. It happened for Jonah, and it might be happening in your life today. And so remember, the best life that you will ever live is the one that God has for you. That's the lesson from the story of Jonah. And of course, the most obvious takeaway for most of us comes from Matthew 28, the Great Commission. This is the mission that Jesus has for all of us. If you're a follower of Jesus, he wants you to listen to these words. He said, go make disciples of all nations, baptize them, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. Here's a question I want to leave you with. Are you running from this mission like Jonah did? I know it's scary to think about making disciples. It's scary to think about helping people in your church or in your community to pursue God. But the greatest thing that you can do in your life is to make a disciple. And the second greatest thing you can do is to make a second disciple. 
And remember, that's why the tools at PursueGod.org exist. I encourage you to check out the About page today. Do this with your small group and talk about joining the Disciple Maker Movement using the tools at PursueGod.org to make disciples of all the nations, just like Jesus asked.